0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily BM, where we punch you right in the nuts. It's time for another day and another dollar. I got my co-host here, Mikey, and I also have my buddy, Eric C. What's going on, Eric? What
1: is going on, buddies?
0: Uh, it's just another day, another day, guys. So, you know, I want to kind of spin off on what we did on the last show. And, you know, we were having a conversation because I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me Getting
2: crazy with the cheese? (laughs) Well, it's not just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just that, that you're you don't it's that you feel like a loser, even though you're not. Because I see people on Instagram. okay, that have like they have it all. In my mind, you know what I mean? And they're still fucking unhappy and they still feel like they don't they don't they're not there. You know what I mean? Or no. It kind of.
1: I mean, it's, it's, you, there's a, a a millionaire that recently just offed himself. Yeah, uh somebody from New York. I'm serious. It, it, it's like <laughs> it goes to show you that money does not buy happiness necessarily. I think it does, but it could be it could be a it could <laughs> be a bunch of different
2: you, things that can upset anybody at any. Given do you want to know what money buys you? More shit. No. Peace of mind. Be- no. Bitches. Better pro- no. <laughs> Better <laughs> problems. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not. And bigger problems. You still have the same problems. Like, what are you going to eat? You just have better choices. Where (laughs) are you going to live? You just have better choices. How are you going to deal with the situation? You just have better choices. You have the same problems. You have the same issues. You just have more options and you have better options, but you still have the same shitty problems. (laughs) And we're going to kick off the morning with uh, nothing but
0: negativity. <laughs> so guess what, assholes, whether you're rich or poor, you're no, going to have fucking issues and problems. Sorry. What I'm saying is,
2: is how many times – and anybody at any level can, and can probably relate with this. How many times have you seen in your mind, man, if I could just make X amount of dollars more, I'll be so much happier? And then you make X amount of dollars more, but you're in the same exact fucking place. Like do you remember – like when you're a kid and you're like, all I want to do is get a car so I can have fucking freedom. And then you get a car and you're like, man, all I want is a fucking nicer car because this car is not fucking nice. You know, then you mm-hmm. get the nicer car and you're like, fuck, now I got a nicer car, but I hate this fucking car payment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you got to fix something or, you know, cost you more money. Yeah. Or, and, the yeah, or more. and then, yeah. And then you have the nicer car and then you're like, oh man, you know, I got this really nice car, but it's just not bringing, it brings you joy for a couple of days. But then it's gone. That joy is gone. Because you're like, oh, fuck, now I got this, this, and this, you know? Like, damn, I wish. It's like that first time that you pull up in your nice brand new sedan and you need to put something in it. You don't have the room. And you're like, god dang it, I wish I'd have gotten the SUV. Then you get the SUV and you pull up in a nice restaurant and you're like, man, I wish I had the fucking nice sedan because it looked nicer going out. Today's show is
1: brought to you by who pissed in your Cheerios this
2: morning? Oh, man, my Cheerios (laughs) are constantly fucking pissed in, dude. (laughs) I I buy (laughs) this I buy piss flavor Cheerios. They're pre pissed. <laughs> <laughs> pre pissed. Yeah. Yeah, when you said that, I just imagine a bunch of dudes sitting around a big, like big old
0: freaking vat, in they fucking. In going, yeah, hey, some motherfuckers <laughs> are this. No, I had a lot of freaking Pepsi Cheerios. last night. It's Look just, how yellow my stuff is.
2: <laughs> it's just real. It's just it's just the realization that that's what it boils down to is that you know that's why the forefathers were so fucking smart because they wrote the pursuit of happiness. Because you never get there. So you're always in pursuit. You're always in pursuit of it. Because the minute you think you're there, you're like, I'm fucking happy. Then it's like, bam, now you're, no, not, you're not fucking happy. <laughs> you're a miserable fuck. Just think about it. You, you chase the girl that you fucking dreamed of your whole fucking life. You get her. And then you're like, where well, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It does happen. I, mean, I, I remember I had, all, I had all three of the major ones going for me at the same exact time, once upon a time. I had the girl of my dreams, the car of my dreams, and the job of my dreams. Yeah, and, and the guy of your dreams. And the guy of my dreams, so before <laughs> things you are right. Uh, and then I, I lost the girl of my dreams to a car accident in my car of my dreams. Oh, And geez, then God. I lost my dream job. So, and that all happened within a one-year period.
0: It's, so what did we learn okay the pursuit <laughs> of
1: happiness is not true did, <laughs> did your girlfriend die no thank god
0: no. oh thank uh, god yeah. i was like cracked the joke did, and i was like wait i didn't she, ask she, the, the
1: the the hot rod was totaled completely and uh, she was found buried underneath of it uh, off 75 and she was paralyzed from it and stuff and uh yeah uh, from like the waist pretty, down uh, well yeah um, and then i get choked up talking about it and everything but she survived that's the most important part you can replace a car you can't replace a human life a Human being no no not and, at all man and that's not what we didn't it's break just, up because just, of the accident me, jesus it was her basically her folks are the ones who just kept us apart right after that because there was no way that i was able to take care of her on my own
0: oh, so jesus. they're like
1: well we're the ones taking care of her so you can kind of you know, piss off you need
2: to get out of the equation damn that sucked hurt. yeah
1: so that's it that was three so, huge losses i kept the guy I though
0: that a boy (laughs) no I have to ask though are you do you still like have you guys reconnected at all or like I've tried
1: I've tried numerous times and so she won't talk I can't get a hold of her yeah and I can't get a hold of her 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 folks monitor everything of hers, like her social media her cell phone
0: so I take it mom and dad didn't like you from the get-go or no
1: no they they loved me actually and I was the one I was the Uh, one who was really sick at the time and I ended up spending basically a full month in the, in the hospital with her sleeping on the cold floor until they finally, and when I told them, like, I'm not leaving, I'm not going home. I'm going to stay here until she wakes up out of her coma. And I did. So they finally brought me a cot in there. I was able mm. to take my own showers in there and stuff. I'm like, yeah, they hooked me up. They even gave me free wow. uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner passes, the cafeteria, because they saw that their folks were blown away. Like, you're getting yourself... Way more sick by staying in here, and you know, and I'm like, and you were,
2: yeah, you're that kind of level of commitment. god yep. man, yeah, man, it sorry was a it wow, here, dude, very yeah. rough.
1: It's a rough time uh, and it's a rough life, but it's not how uh you know, it's not how hard you can hit or take a hit. It's how uh, you get back up again. I guess.
0: No, don't and you that's say that, Rocky, I love that Rocky That is the best. It's
2: not how hard you get hit. It's how many times you get back up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, was was the uh, accident your fault? Or, I wasn't,
1: I wasn't even in the car. Oh <gasps> yeah. She was, I, so
2: she had your car. Yes. Yeah. She I let her take my car your car. I was, i oh my check so How could your parents hold you responsible for that? Because they had to blame
1: somebody. And that's what I had to learn from a counselor because I was at home with our little man
2: and well, he's her little man, but he was mine oh, too. Jesus. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. You take, you step in the role of stepdad and they become yours. Yeah. yeah. And so you uh, know, so, you've been there. So, so I was, I was, you know, babysitting basically and i was out
1: i was doing a show prep for my show the next day the old show that i was on and doing it for the uh the show that i was on on the bone and uh she never came home and then i get a phone call a little after midnight saying eric there's been an accident oh my god so of course what what happens i freak the fuck out and they're like just be calm for him be calm for him yeah because you know i'm uh, he's in my care still yeah, and yeah. I, I can't let him know hey wake up little buddy you know mommy mommy wrecked herself no it doesn't work that way you know and right it, yeah yeah right. i had to keep it bottled in for a whole night until her mother came and picked up her son and then i was able to go to the hospital oh fucking nightmare i don't wish it upon
2: anyone yeah those are the worst man when accidents come around you know that's that goes into my theory of like life always. Well, it's not my theory. I'm sure someone else has coined it before me, but that life is always trying to pull you back down. Yeah, in some ways you know? it really is. And you have to kind of rise above it because that's like one of those things like everything was going fucking great. And then out of the blue, it wasn't. It's all taken away in the blink of an eye. Yeah. So it just and teaches that's why I one thing
0: about life. Yeah, you're right. You just said and it right then, there. It's all taken away so, from the blink of an eye. And you
2: were also then at that same time starting to health, have health, health issues of your own. I had health with issues I issue. had health issues before, before a little bit
1: before that. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Uh so that was nothing new to me, but I mean, like, man, they always say that you so, know, God God oh it never closes the door without opening a window. It never to give you more than you can actually handle. And I believe that. And I had to learn oh, that Oh really. And I firmly believe that. Yeah. That's what keeps us alive as humans when time's when time, you know, kicks your ass and life puts you into the ground. and. You, you believe in a higher power in any way possible. I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm not preaching the Bible here or anything by any means. Don't think, don't think that. So I won't push my beliefs on anybody, but I do believe in a higher power and I do believe that, you know, I, I he never gives me enough that I can't handle and it just makes you stronger. Right. Sorry for going down the uh, slippery slope. of no, Sometimes,
2: I, you know, I think, like I said earlier, I think sometimes, it, it, people get the people can get a message that relates to them outside of just always being comic relief. I mean, the comic stuff's funny, but we're real people. And this is a real show with you know real everyday lives, you know. And like you just you know, I learned something new about you. I didn't know Eric, you know. And that's like a whole like level of you know respect, mad respect for you for having that going through that and coming out the other side. Because some people don't. You said that I, I have a different belief than you on that because I mean, I do believe in a higher power, but I believe that you as an individual have to push yourself through it because there are people that are faced with similar situation to yours that don't make it. Yep. They don't make it through it. It's more than they can handle. They give up on life. You know, they, they literally give up, you know, and some, sometimes we blame it on like mental issues or other things, but you know, the reality is, is that that person couldn't handle it. That they couldn't handle that. Whatever that was was enough to break them and they, they, we're like, I'm out, like they check out, you know. Like
1: you know when um, you, you hear people asking, uh when they when they're praying, they're asking, Oh, can you help me win the lottery or oh, yes. help me get through these hard times, you know, whatever it is. Well, it's not necessarily gonna be a prayer that's answered in the way that you exactly want it to, but there's gonna mm-hmm. be something extended out your way. You just have to keep your eyes open and focused to learn how to reach out, and grab it, yeah, and take it for and, yourself. And you then and it's usually the
2: little things. It's usually yeah, the it really little is. things. Like I, I was listening to somebody that they're uh, they're spiritual and they, listen, they, li- they, um, they are big into that belief philosophy. And they were like, God will give you what you're looking for. It just may not be in the way that you're looking for it. So if you're looking for God, I want to be wealthy. I want to make money. And you're walking down the street and you see a penny on the ground and you walk past it. That might be God's way of seeing if you're ready to handle the wealth. Mm-hmm. you know do you stop and pick it up and cherish that penny because that's a penny earned to someone else around the world that could be wealth you know but or, yeah. or do you just walk past it you know so it's like pick up the little things do the little things to make the big change you know that's 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 the part that i struggle with every day is i know it's all the little things added together and it's the consistency it's just you know some days just suck and i don't know why it's the mental mindset like you get up and you just you feel like Today's going to be a great day. And then you have something that derails it and it's so minor. And then you're stuck in this cycle. Yeah. This rinse and repeat.
1: And depression's a bitch, and, man. And I, oh I, my I God, suffer from yeah. depression and I take medication for it. And when mm-hmm. I don't,
0: like it, it, for no reason, let, life just seems to. Let me ask you something, Eric, You well, said me- you, take me- you take medication for depression, right? What do you take?
1: I, t- I take, a, well, it's hydroxyzine, basically. It's also, okay. a, and it's, it's a, what you call it, an antihistamine also. It just helps calm me down. It's not a it's not a narcotic or anything. I can't take the uh, reason you know, why like the reason why I asked ask is
0: because Yeah, the reason why I ask you is because like I've internally struggled with that over the probably the last three years myself. Um mm-hmm. and I don't really I've not seen anybody for it or anything like that. I've had conversations with Mike off air and things like that, you know, about personal stuff that I battle demons all the time. Do you feel like it really makes a difference or do you feel it like it makes a huge difference?
1: Humongous okay. difference. Uh, about their the conversation was, uh, with you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk later, no problem. Uh, well no, that's why it people. It really does. And, and it's great to see somebody that's out of your inner your inner circle um because they're completely non biased. They know nothing about you until you divulge the information to them. And that's correct. where they their uh, their schooling comes into play. You know, okay, now I can analyze this the correct way, as opposed to me shooting the shit with you guys right now
2: and telling you, yeah, right. well, you know, I suffer from you know what I mean. You already know me, right? You know one of the things that I learned through therapy. So I, I did, I did, I've done a lot of therapy in my life. You know, and I don't, I don't mind talking about it because um, I'm just, I'm a very open person. And I learned that the problem is your circle of friends will give you advice; they won't just listen. Where a therapist will listen because nine times out of ten, you already have the answer. You just don't right. know you have the answer. You know, you need someone to listen to you to be a sounding board that you can bounce it off of off of to hear yourself talk about out loud and then to come to the answer. And they will offer good advice or they'll give you homework that you take home and that you you, you develop a way to work with it. You know, like I'm a big fan that people should take medicine, uh, but they should also work on other ways to cope with the issue and get to the root of the issue. Like I'm thinking like if you're at a level 10, you know, on a scale of 10 as far as like anxiety and stress and depression, Get on the meds, get to where you get to a good five, you know, balanced. But then when you get to the five, start working on other ways to get down to that level one. So that way when you can get off the medication and you'll be back at a level five, you know, and yep. keep working on that. Because I feel like what happens is so many people, they take the medication. And they're like, this is the end all be all. I don't have to do any more work. Yeah, I don't have to work like, on myself. Just gonna, I just need to work I'm on. Gonna, I'm, pop the pill I'm good. I'm, I'm not a fan of that part, you know, because you don't and see. That's the one thing I struggle anymore. with is the pill pop.
0: That's that's yeah. me. I'm just I'm not Mike knows this man. I will literally wait till the last minute to take a pill for anything. Like it kills mm-hmm. me. I mean, I have high blood pressure. That's if I have to take people. that every day, or else I could have a stroke. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I wouldn't probably be on this show at that point. You know what I mean? But um, you know, it's like I know no, no, it's not funny. But it's kind of like how Mike, you know, makes fun of me for Legends of the Fall. But the reality is, is that would probably happen if makes I wasn't on that bed. I said, you because you call me Anthony Hopkins on freaking (laughs) Legends of the Fall. Hey, Christian. But the reality is is that's exactly what would happen if I didn't take this medication. So I am forced to take it, but I also realize – and I'm not doing a really good job at it. Obviously, look at me. But um, I'm not doing a really good job of making uh, changes in my own lifestyle to get me off that medication naturally. And and it might be something that's hereditary as I grow older that I have to take anyway. But I'm still not doing enough to make the difference. So – that's why i was asking about the medication um do you feel is it something that you had when you had a talk with your physician or your counselor or whoever um that you could get off of that at some point in time yeah i can get off of it uh and when i'm ready to
1: and it's not yeah. it's like i said it's not a narcotic you know it's not habit forming
2: yeah he's like, just on, when, he's on like a really strong antihistamine which it lowers that whole dopamine response i think is mm-hmm. how it works so, so yeah so it, it's a little different than a, like anti-psychotic or an anti-depressant. Like, it's just yeah, basically it's not like just a, dulls, dulls you a little bit. Calms me down, down. It keeps me, keeps me as level as I could possibly be. So when you were going through that situation, do you mind talking a little more about it or no? No, not at all. Oh, okay. So when you were going through that situation, what, how did you get, what was the turning point? Like what, where did you realize it, That this is, you kind of hit the rock bottom of the whole situation and you knew that you had to re- get working on yourself again to get back up or are, are you still, or are you still going through that part of it? And it was, I mean, it was just a long time ago or fairly recent or it, it was, it was a couple of years ago, but okay. um like, you know, you hear people suffering from PTSD. And
1: stuff, yeah. Okay? It's no joke. It, that shit, something traumatizing like that lasts and can last for the rest of oh, the 100%. Day. Yeah. And 100%. That's why it's uh, every day that you wake up. I mean, you got to thank your lucky stars that your eyes open again, you know, in the morning or in my case, in the afternoon. Yeah, right. doesn't matter. Time yeah. is relevant. Yeah,
0: shit.
1: <laughs> not, the, not if I'm five minutes late for the show. It's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, fuck well, you. True. I wasn't an asshole that day. I, didn't <laughs> tell you. I knew he was going to go somewhere with that. <laughs> right. That's great. Said I reprimanded him like a like a, like I was a teacher. So, so a when student. did
2: you re- realize that? Was it a moment in time? Like, you, can you pinpoint when you were like, okay, obviously her parents want me out of her life. I've got to start focusing on myself. And when did you like? Mm-hmm. Those, yeah, it was. Like,
1: exa- I could tell you this right now. It was okay after all was said and done. She was transferred from, um, Blake Trauma Center, and but she was transferred all the way up to North Florida. For, uh, like the rehab part of
2: it, yeah, like
1: one of the best ones in the, in the country actually. And since I didn't have a car now, they gave me her car. They're like, "Here, you just take her car. No questions asked." You know, okay, fine. Felt weird. uh Felt really weird. But so I'm driving yeah. around. Then one day, I just get the phone call saying, "You have to return that car." I'm like, what? <laughs> Car's yeah. paid off, mind you, right? It's not like she owed anything yeah. on it. And um, and I'm like, what, "What do you mean I have to drop it off?" Yeah. We're gonna go and i'm like how about this how about you come pick it up and they would not come pick it up
2: they Oops. just would not
1: yeah so it sat forever you know other than when i drove it but i mean it stayed at my place and uh finally i just said fuck it and i drove out there they had to drive my ass back home from riverview oh wow yeah so that was their own fault though but and that was that's when it really was rock bottom like oh
2: now was the accident her fault or was it someone else hit her or no it was a single car accident. oh my god okay on 75 so she, like
1: how that's possible
2: so she hit some she lost control and hit something and uh she, she hit uh hit the barricade
1: it, no not the barricade the it was the tree or it was the media the middle median uh where the oh like the god. trees are so <laughs> one of those trees is now completely knocked over basically. face Wow. Dang, how hard it is. Yeah. It's, Damn, man. And it's so- I'll show you pictures of the, uh, I had to take pictures of the car, and I was so grossed out. Like, this, this was probably the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. So I had to get personal belongings, whatever was, like, not completely destroyed in the wreck. Yeah, whatever
2: you could salvage, yeah. <laughs> whatever
1: I could, and I'm digging through. I didn't have to open any doors because there were none. Um, yeah. And I look Jeez. in, and there's her hair. She had long brown hair. Part of it was stuck in the roof and oh, hanging God. down like I, oh, I, I yeah lost it I, I i threw up i cried yeah it was bad man it was, it was scary and then uh just a horrible fucking experience i'm glad that i lived through it i'm glad that it's
2: over with and i'm i've been moving on i'm happy about that i just feel like that's Dude. so unfair like literally so unfair like that they treat like you twice. that way because you're the one you know that lost the car the girl like yep. and then there that there's no like there it seems like there was no compassion for you yeah it sucks but it wasn't like you were driving it wasn't like you were the influencing factor of this thing happened you know what i mean exactly exactly but there you know they, i mean i can just, understand if like you were in the driver's thing and you were like driving drunk or didn't you know yeah. what i mean like you did something totally different story and you like, walk you were the away perfectly the fine yeah yeah like yes. you walk away perfectly fine and she's like in a coma like i can understand as a parent i'd be pissed well, but you know well, you, you should let her know. borrow your car and then she goes off and does something stupid not stupid but you know what i mean but, like yeah. Unfortunately. She,
1: she was the only one, one of the only people that I'd ever let drive that car because I knew how she knew how to drive it, right? She could handle yeah. the power in it. I, I know that sounds stupid, but it's not. Um no, there they're, they're 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 literally told me, they're like, Well, if you just would have
0: uh, said no to her and let her take her own car, I'm like, What the fuck is a big deal? That's just that's just give it and how many years has it been? Since that uh, accident. Mm. Seven, four, five, six, seven, it's, eight, seven. It's
2: almost. too long. Let's, it's too it's, long, Brad. I it, know where you're going it, with this. It's too long. they they've they got it set in their mind. I, I know They'll they got never, it set in
0: their mind. But I mean, at some point, I don't know, man. I'm I'm weird about never, kind of stuff. Never. never. At it, no it, it, at it, no
2: point ever will they not because Eric hit it on the nail on the head. They needed somebody to blame. They can't blame their daughter, so they're blaming Eric. Yep. <sighs> Bottom line. I know Bottom uh, it's, it's, it's because nature. if he would have said it. no, then she would have drove her car. And if she'd have wrecked her car, it would have been, why did you let her go? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Either way you were going to get, you were going to catch the heat. There I mean, was no, right. was there get, was, there was you know, no scenario
2: in this where he would not have been the, 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 the scapegoat, the scapegoat and the blame. Obviously. Yeah. And she had, so and her
1: sis, she has a sister too, who is almost like they're basically the same age, you know, like two years apart, yeah. And her sister is a horrible influence on everyone. It's like, of course, they're not going to look at her and say, well, if she didn't meet up with her sister,
0: you know, if no, you didn't let her go
1: it. and meet up with her sister, then this one no, has their other. Challenge. Let me
0: let me ask one thing that so you, were you actually in contact with her at some point when the, all this was going on? Your the, the girlfriend. Were you actually talking to her after the accident? For a little oh, bit. Yeah, after. Let yeah, me ask I actually you, did went She over Did she blame you?
1: No, not once.
0: Not once. So you say so nope. you're at peace then. Because she didn't blame you.
1: I, no, I, yeah, that part. But I, like, I even went over to her folks' house to visit her. Okay. And she could barely right. talk at this time. Yeah. So I did all the right. talking. She did all the listening and stuff. And, you know, it, it was very, it was so great to be, you know, right in front of her and talking, but she could barely speak. She bit part of her tongue off and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's real deal Holyfield shit. No, and, dude, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying, but did, did, she, did she ever once blame you? For the, her having yeah. the accident? Like, did she say, no, Eric, well, it's your fault. I really don't yeah. want to talk to you. Uh,
2: so i tell mean, you what the was, part was, is. Does
0: that put some peace in into, into you? Does that give you a little bit of peace, at least knowing that it's a little she bit. doesn't
2: blame you? Yeah. I was going to yeah, say, it's a little bit I don't think it matters. You know, I mean, I'm going to talk for you real quick. I don't think it matters. And I'll tell you why. Because I think that Eric, in his mind, was committed to stay with her through yeah. through all of it.
0: Like oh, He was sure. there.
2: He, he was 100% invested. And I think he still is a little bit just by looking at him and seeing the, the feeling his, in his emotions feelings, that, yeah. and that it doesn't matter, would have been worse if she would not have forgiven him, but he knows deep down it's not his fault, but he was committed yeah, to no, be with that. her and be through it. Like, I know, I don't think he takes any blame for it. Like, I don't think, I don't, and correct me if I'm I, wrong, I don't feel like you're going, man, I should have stopped her because you did nothing wrong. Yeah, I had no idea. You know what I mean? I, you had no idea no you did that nothing that wrong. There's prevented anything. There's so, nothing you, you could have prevented it, but you were willing to stick with her th- through it i was willing to still still willing to marry her happen
1: and i told my friends i said when we get married this is before i lost all hope it's like when we get married if she still can't walk at that time then i'm gonna have all my groomsmen sit
2: this almost sounds like like a chick flick it really is uh because i'm a little (laughs) you know and i'll tell you why i'll tell you why because because here's the spin from her perspective if they filmed it what they could do is just say that she's the one who told her parents to let this guy go free because she didn't want to hold you back from having a full life. Oh God. And her parents are the villains because they have to be like, that would be the movie plot. Like if I was a producer, that's how I'd frame it. And it'd be a situation where, you know, you're going to live your life and, you know, and maybe that's the way you got to think about it. So you don't have any hatred or stuff like that. I don't know, but coming this summer, did the, one man, yes. one woman,
1: one accident, yes. and two dildo parents, <laughs> <laughs> and two
2: yeah. dildo parents. Yeah, um, coming to you live I mean, this December. So did so? Did you think did you go, man? Uh, I got to go see a therapist for this, or did someone force you into it? Like, what was that? Well, what was my therapist were my were my closest
1: friends, and then it, it right. It, but I mean, do you went to see a it, professional, it, right? It, yeah, I had to. I had right. I uh, I started off uh, talking to a therapist over the phone, which I thought was dumb because they can't see emotion. You know, it's not like right. we're talking right now. Yes. This would have been, been way better. This would have been way better. Zoom meeting. Um, but right. the over the phone deal was like, mm-mm. and then there's yeah, there's a therapist. There's a therapy place that's uh, not too far from where we are located. Uh, mm-hmm. it's called a uh, Peace River. And okay. uh, yep. So I, I yep. went there a couple times. Uh, I don't recommend going there. Honest to God, I recommend just contacting your insurance uh, and finding out what's in your available area. That's anything but Peace River because <laughs> they're kind of generic.
2: Yeah. So did a friend tell you to go or did you just figure it out yourself? I think every friend I have told me to go. Go see a therapist. And I know for advice. me it was it and was hard. Course. It was hard going to see a therapist because number one, I didn't I didn't have anything like to that level of trauma. You know, like I didn't lose somebody in an accident. I didn't lose a relationship or something like that. I did have a, you know, I went through a divorce and it was a hard period for me. And I had like, you know, I had a difficult childhood for me. And the way I reason I say that was is because it's not as bad as other people have it. But just because it's not as bad doesn't mean it's great. Does that make sense? Correct. So, I knew the first time when I walked in to see a therapist, I felt like a fucking loser. I was worried about how people were going to look at me because, you know, you say, oh, I'm seeing a therapist. People are like, oh, there's something fucked up with this person. You know what I'm saying? There's always a judgmental prick out there. Yeah, it's gotten a lot better because more people go see it. And it's become a lot more mainstream, especially because a lot of celebrities now talk about going to see a therapist. And it's like, oh, it's the cool. It it got to a point there, like I think in the mid 2000s, it became like the cool thing to do. Like, oh, you got a therapist? Fantastic. I got a therapist, too. You know, everybody had a therapist. So the whole stigmata has gone away. But when I first started, you know, there was a big stigmatism. You know, you're like, oh, I see, a, you know, I see a therapist, you know, and they actually said, don't refer to us as therapists, say that they're a life coach, because when you say life coach, that sounds like you're going places. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, you're so good at life that you have to have a fucking coach, you know, <laughs> like the Olympics, like you're training for this shit because you got it so dialed in that you need someone that's even better at life to like help you get to the next level. <laughs> See, so, I feel like
0: I'm on the outside of where you guys are at because you guys have all experienced some type of trauma in your, li- in your personal lives, whether it's deaths in the family. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Eric, you and your girlfriend. I have never, knock on wood, lost a friend or a family member to death yet. Like none yeah, of my parents true. are still alive. My family is very close. Um, so Mike already knows how I'm going to react when my parents leave this earth because yeah. we're we're a tight-knit unit we really truly are and um oh yeah so i've never i've never experienced it and i'm 52 years old <laughs> that's a lot I'll of history up. man and i have no idea yeah. how to deal with that kind of pain i have none so yeah. i mean i I know i wasn't interjecting a lot it's because i've never been in that situation so it just i here, don't here, understand here, it
2: you know the grief the feelings here's uh, like you guys here's the do. situation i'll tell you the situation cause I, you know i lost my dad um But here's the thing, like, I think what's going to happen, like, I think especially with your parents, I think you're going to be fortunate enough that it's going to be a progression to the loss. So you're going to see it coming on the horizon. I mean, you're already, you're already seeing it now because of the conversations that we had. Like, you know, it could be 10 years, could be five years, could maybe be 15, but you know, 15 is going to be, 15 is going to be stretching it. So. You know, but you'll see it like, you know, like when my dad passed, I knew that it was his time. Like I knew he was ready. Does that make sense? So were you mentally prepared for that? hundred percent. So were you? Yeah, hundred percent. Even though, even though the day, even though the specific day came out of the blue, like literally it was a phone call. My mom said, Hey, I need you to come up to here. And because your dad's in this place and he's not doing great. But when I knew it was at the hospice center, I knew it wasn't gonna be good. But so I got super, there and he was already gone. Like he, mentally he was already gone. Like he, he was unconscious. Were you super close? I, I mean, like, were you guys really close? In our own way. Okay. That's what he I, My I, dad. Like true. he was as he was as close as I could get to a parental figure. Does that make sense? Okay. Like I don't have no, any no, I don't have any extended family here. Right. I mean, you saw my ancestry.com. Like it's I, I've got people, but I don't know any of them. Like, so my parents were my whole life. Like, I didn't have aunts, uncles. I met one uncle. He came down to visit me. He said he was going to take me to um, Yellowstone because he was a ranger there. And I was, for the summer, I was so fucking excited. And two weeks after he left us, he found out he had, like, this really rare cancer. And he died, like, within a month. Right. Of so me meeting we'll him for the like, first time. The first we'll time see like' ever. Family. I'm like, whoa. Well, see, yeah. like you said, you, you
0: don't know your aunts and your uncles and things like that. Yeah. I'm just the opposite. I know all my crazy fucking family, especially mm-hmm. on my dad's side. We used to go up there in the St. Louis all the time, and they're yeah. all fucking nuts. Well, of course, we all are nuts in our own way, right? right. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm doing yeah. this show, so I'm fucking crazy. But, you know, <laughs> we uh, – so, I I mean, like, literally, I've just never – I think the only person that I've ever lost that it was close to me, like super close, was my mm-hmm. grandfather on my dad's side. I never got to meet my grandparents – uh, or my granddad on my mom's side because he passed away when he was fifth my age. Actually, yeah. I I outlived him by one year because he was 51 when right. he passed. But like my grandfather and I, we were super close. I mean, he I was – you know, every every grandparent says they don't have a favorite, but they really kind of do in the back of their mind. And I was the one. I was the favorite for him because he was always one to do stuff with me and talk to me and stuff like right. that. And just like my grandmothers were – it was my brother and my sister or my two sisters, however you want to call it. But um, so – I guess what I'm saying is, is that I've never experienced that. So, like, listening to you two today, I mean, it was some great information uh, for this show because I got to take in y'all's feelings on things, and I just, and I'm going to be, like, having to deal with this very soon down the road, you know yeah. what I mean, as well, as the way I'm looking at it. So, yeah, I mean, I hope it helps some well, of check, our listeners today, too.
1: Check this, check this out, man. Uh, when I was a freshman in high school, my friend, Jason McHugh, uh, was murdered in Philadelphia shot a sawed off shotgun to the side through his car door he was uh, he was uh once removed from a senior, um and it hit me like a ton of bricks it hit all of us we could not believe this our older friend was murdered you okay uh i had another friend that our senior year right after graduation he was found hanging in the woods but his hands were bound behind his back i had Mm. another friend seth corona who graduated he was dropped on his head doing a keg stand at a frat party snapped his neck dead um my friend brian Earhart, not too long ago boom dropped dead because of some rare heart condition uh like when when my pops passed i've already talked about this before but you know it was coming but still when it did happen right it 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 blew it blew my mind and so i don't know how anybody is individually is going to react i just know the way that i reacted and it was bad each time for me i'm not saying it's going to be bad for you it's it's just a hard thing, and the only thing that's helped me is, uh, time, heal is time. I, I want to say,
0: you know. Well, listen, g- listen, guys. Um, I think this is a good time, unless you guys have something else you want to finish with, Mike. Do you have anything you want to add? Um,
2: I think real, real quick. I know we're we're getting close to that thirty minute mark, but I want to like, leave on. I guess how Pete the question that I had that we really didn't get a chance to discuss. Maybe we'll have to take this into the next show again, <laughs> right? But how to deal with it. Because, you know, I, ask, I, ask, I was like trying to get with Eric, like, when was the turning point? Like, for me, like, the turning point was I just realized I couldn't do it all on my own. Like, I needed to talk to somebody that wasn't biased about me or my friends or had an opinion. I just needed to get to somebody that would listen unconditionally and offer unconditional sound advice. You know, that was what my thing was. And, you know, it's just the, you know like how do you know that you have depression i mean you can go to Wik- you can go to google and type in like what are the signs of depression but right. i feel like 90% of the people have almost all of those at some moment in time yeah i so think that. that could be the homework maybe in the next next episode we could talk about that yeah just touch um, on coping for a little mechanism. bit on the start of the yeah, show yeah and then we'll yeah. then we'll get some funny shit in there too guys i know i know Boy, we need to be funny for the because that's what I, people Listen, i think sign it's just for, like you said man sometimes think- they like this shit i don't know
0: no, I, I think it's you have to have s- serious guy talk, bro talk, you know, or people yeah. talk, period. Mm-hmm. Even while we're having funny, you know, even though we're funny, if, at least we think we're funny. But um, oh, funny <laughs> just saying, fuck. you funny gotta fucking. you gotta have those you gotta have these these open conversations because I just think it helps people too as well. And you know, I mean yeah. while we're doing this, we gotta help people. But yeah, go ahead, th- Eric. Think about this um, the people
1: listening to us about today's show. This could actually help somebody out there that's listening who's dealing with their own deal. Yeah that are afraid to, you listen, don't have to be afraid to keep them bottled up and hide it you know let it correct. out and don't be don't be afraid or embarrassed to actually want to go talk to somebody because there's nothing wrong with it
0: yeah yeah and with that guys listen seriously um before we get out of here I just want to say if you need help Reach out to somebody, counselor in your area, a family member, friend, whatever. You know, they, they they might give you some advice like Mike said, but go see somebody and talk to somebody in the profession field. Uh, Mike, you want to add to that at all? Or
2: One thing, another uh, thing I do is like if you don't have any of that, st- just try to try journaling, try writing it down. That's very cathartic, like write a letter to yourself that you can read or, later. Or write a letter to us and leave it on no name yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah I will you literally to, go out of my way to, to help you we'll, in that situation. Yeah, me too. I mean, hundred percent. Like, if you don't talk, like, I know, I know, I come across an asshole, and I'm actually a pretty nice guy, and I'm I'm willing to give the shirt off my back to help people out. So no, he, he I mean, really Brad, will. <laughs> Brad just made an expression, but yeah, I mean, I I'll bust your no, balls, really... but it's only because I like you, like you know, yeah, like exactly. If so I'm he picking likes on me it's a lot. I like you, but, a but lot, uh, you know. I'll I'll go to bat. I think he, he loves, loves me us a lot, Eric. Goddamn. Yeah. He's yeah. in love with you, dude. I love you.
1: <laughs> so oh,
2: hey, nobody hey. better. Hey, listen. And if anybody messes with Eric, I'll fucking, I'll come at them like that. I know. He's actually monkey. said that to me before. I appreciate Everybody that. fucks with us, man. I'll go at her. So, guys, listen. If you ever get to fuck with you now is me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sometimes Brad. Yeah, sometimes Brad. <laughs> down.
0: So, uh, make sure you write in though. Seriously, all joking around aside. Uh, info yeah. at the Daily BM. Uh, you don't you can don't have to give us a name if you don't want to. If you if you need somebody to talk to, other than that, you know, seek like I said. Yeah, hey, or hit some us on the social help.
2: any of the socials too in the messaging box. Correct. You like can like actually
0: that. yep. At, at, that's a good one too. You can hit us up yep. on Instagram and Facebook at the Daily BM, even on the Tweet Machine and on the. Um, TikTok at underscore the daily BM, or you know, or just go to our website, the daily BM. Yeah. And if you have an Don't
2: experience for- that you want to talk about, hold on one second. If you have an experience that you <laughs> want to talk about, go ahead and reach out to us about that too, because we'd love to have you on air to talk about situations. I mean, Eric opened up and we had a big session with him, and that might help somebody. Somebody going through the exact same things, going, yeah, Hey man, come someone on the show. else in the world has had the same experience.
0: Absolutely, anyway, sorry, Brad no you're good man you're good that's absolutely right so actually go also as well head over to our youtube channel we now have a youtube channel up so you can see our ugly mugs even though we have faces for radio and that's uh, just <laughs> click that subscribe button let's build this up and let's get the momentum keep the momentum going so guys we're gonna get out of here you have anything for us before we get out
1: coming up on next show i think we have a uh, part tracy coming up with a couple swingers
0: yeah that's true coming up down the road always we got some swingers things. stuff Boom, boom, boom. That'll that'll change the pace a little bit. Guys, we'll catch you on the flip side and we will see you
2: tomorrow. Have a good one. Deuces.